Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. I'm one of your big boys, Matt Beebe. And I'm another one of your big boys, John George. And John, wouldn't you know it, we've been recording an episode every week for the last three months. Yep. And then Marty goes and drops all the hot hard drives in the dang ocean. What is he doing? You know, I, I told him like, do you really need to go on that, that Disney cruise? And he was like, I gotta, yeah. I heard they you can meet Iron Man on the Disney cruise. Yeah. And I was like, all right, as long as you can edit all the episodes, all the incredible content. And of course, now, one, one bender, he, you know, he starts doing it. Coke with Goofy and all the hard drives are somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean now. Goofy, come on. They know, you know Disney is out to get us. Yeah. He knows it. He knows they, Disney wants our podcast shut down. They heard our mild takes about all of their Marvel movies, <laughs> and they were, they they I guarantee you they put a hit out on Marty. Yeah. They knew he was going to be there. He was going to be there. They saw the hard drives, and they got, they paid, they got their Goofy to, yeah. to toss him overboard one night. Yeah. After they did Coke together, Yeah, of they tossed Marty with the hard drives overboard. <laughs> yeah. You had yeah. to swim to catch up with the ship. It's good that he's in such good shape. He's in really good shape. Really good swimmer. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good friends with Michael Phelps, I heard. So yeah, yeah. Him helped. and Ryan Lochte go Yeah, Ryan back. Lochte as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just, he loves swimmers. Yeah. They're all Olympians. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, we, we like BB said, we've been recording. We're not bad hosts, I swear. No, no. We're very good podcasters. Very good podcasters. And like a, a two-month break? No. That we would never do that. We would never purposely do that. No, we've never know? done that before. No. Um and we'll never do it since. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No. Um so I guess since Marty dumped those over, I guess we just gotta redo all those episodes in one yeah. hour long episode. This is somehow. gonna be a massive big boy special where Maybe we'll title this one Thor Love and Thunder, but yeah. we're just going to talk about every movie as much as we want because we did yeah. see a bunch of these movies together. Yeah, we did, actually. I, w- I went through this list. I was like, oh, yeah, I saw this with BB and we, <laughs> we just mm-hmm. didn't rec- or we did record a podcast. After, yeah. And we just didn't. Yeah. Didn't edit it. Um, but yeah, we're going to kind of clickbait people by saying this is about Thor Love and Thunder and it will be eventually. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. But I'll only say like a couple words about it. Mm-hmm. That's my promise. We each have promised each other to only say five words about Thor, Love, and Thunder. <laughs> yeah. And there are four words in the title. Yeah, so, so it's going to be really hard. It's going <laughs> to be a, a challenge. Just one word after after we say the title. Yeah. Oh, that one's going to be tough. Yeah, that's the big reveal at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, yeah, well, I, there's a whole list of movies to talk about. So I guess we can just hop in. Yeah, I'd say the next movie after I saw After the Northmen, which was our last episode, yeah. was Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh. Do you want to cover that one now? Let's cover it. I saw that one right before Thor Love and Thunder, so I'm a bit behind. Mm-hmm. Um, but we both did see it. Yeah, I saw it like opening weekend. Um, and I guess we don't really have to worry about spoilers or anything. Like it's on Disney Plus. You've either yeah. seen this or you haven't. But yeah. um, I feel like when official when a movie gets on streaming, that's when like, well, people on Twitter will spoil it anyways. But I feel yeah. like that's when everyone on Twitter is like, all right, then we can post spoiler screenshots of this. Yeah, now. I can tweet. I can tweet a spoiler. So it was very average maybe bad i yeah. would say i'm on the bad end okay <laughs> it's it's one of those things where like directed by sam raimi which is very surprising i think when they first announced that which is also funny because he wasn't originally on board to direct it some the guy who was originally going to direct it who i think directed the first one came out and he was like 
Doctor Strange 2 is going to be a horror movie. And everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. They're like, is it going to be scary? And he's like, yeah, yeah. it's going to be scary. <laughs> and then Marvel was like, well, may, uh, maybe no, not that really, scary. Why are you making He's that? like, well, it's still going to be a horror movie. <laughs> and then Marvel's like, um, well. I think you got to leave, baby. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> so they're like, they made the strategic move. They're like, we'll hire Sam Raimi, who's mm-hmm. like a horror guy but has also done a big superhero movie with very little horror. And then we get this movie, which is like half big budget studio Marvel movie with like a, not even half, like 99% of that little, little Sam Raimi sprinkled in. Yeah. They, there are clearly parts that are Sam Raimi and you can tell, mm-hmm. um, which is not enough for me at this point. In fact, it's just, it's like the opposite of good for me Yeah. <laughs> when there are those, because those moments are good, I will admit it, but mm-hmm. it angers me even more that it's like, just let them out of the cage the whole time because those are clearly the best parts yeah. or the parts where clearly everyone wasn't just like half-assing it right? and just like trying to get another one of these movies out there, I guess. Yeah. It was for me like um, the Sam Raimi bits were, were fun to see. And nothing really, like, scared me in this movie. Yeah, no. There there were definitely, like, horror elements in it. I saw someone on Twitter say that, like, if you've only ever watched Marvel movies, then this is, like, what you probably think a horror movie <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I it did probably scare people more if they're, like, only big Marvel fans. Yeah. Which isn't, like, necessarily a bad thing, but, yeah. like... You, you got if you want to get into horror like there's there's way better stuff out here oh yeah that. definitely like i de- i could see the parts where they were like where i was like oh yeah this is like more scary than your normal marvel movie for mm-hmm. sure but like yeah in comparison to other horror movies it was not scary at all no i could see the moments where they were trying to be one or wanted it yeah. to be scary but i'll give credit i think the scene where scarlet witch just goes in and just murders all the the fake avengers like there were some creative kills in there yeah yeah at least the first one where his like brain explodes yeah, i did not expect that yes yeah, i thought that was pretty was solid um <laughs> just brutal yeah oh yeah he he ruins those people which was like surprising for a marvel movie yeah. but still like you know if you've seen evil dead then like you know what this man is capable of yeah um but yeah i i thought that was like well done like it felt like sam raimi actually had a hand in coming up with those wild deaths yeah yeah um it's too bad that was surrounded by a whole bunch of like kind of boring nonsense yeah exactly and like i don't know my biggest issue with the first doctor strange and this one like doctor strange just feels so op i guess (laughs) he's just Mm -hmm. so like can do anything and i feel like the movies like sometimes they get creative with the fact he can do anything but like like you said in your review, I guess if you want to say your review of it, oh, you sure. can, I don't want... Yeah, this was my other big criticism where it's called the Multiverse of Madness. And we are like ripe with multiverse content in today's world. Mm-hmm. Like everything, everywhere, all at once came out right before this. Obviously, Rick and Morty is like a huge yeah. multiverse thing. There's a whole bunch of others. And in those, like when they go into the multiverse, like they go in it. You know, yeah. they're rock people. Crazy stuff. Raccoonie, like Rick yeah. and Morty has the gag where they like go where chairs are people yeah. and people are pizza <laughs> and pizza is phones. Yeah. Like it's just like so much creative stuff you can do in an infinite multiverse. And this movie decides it's going to do three versions of New York City. Yep. Just like 
felt like the most boring route you could have possibly taken with yeah. this. Like with just like evil Doctor Stranges and of course your cameos and mm-hmm. just so like the most predictable things you could think of, to be honest. Like I guess the people who came are like the uh, like Mr. Fantastic and all this stuff. Like I, yeah. I, the only reason I would have predicted that is because I've heard it. But right. like at the same time, it's just not that exciting once you get over it i guess no the fact that we we yeah. saw it in theaters which because you watched it streaming yeah and in the theater like john krasinski shows up as mr fantastic and it has that marvel movie editing where it just leaves a little pause break for applause mm-hmm. um because they want you to clap in the theater and no one in the theater clapped yeah so we were just sitting there for like a second or two <laughs> like, in like silence while John yeah. Krasinski stands there okay, and and then Professor X wheels out mm-hmm. you know they got Patrick Stewart to come out for this one and one person in the audience <laughs> is like yeah, yeah I, love that. I love him yeah he's back which is like a whole another conversation because like now this is his last performance as Professor yeah, X yeah true which is like a mega bummer because Logan was yeah, so good Logan was such a good send off for, for professor x yeah oh yeah that's that is annoying but he's got to get that bag again mm. chasing the bag um yeah i have like so many just random thoughts about this movie yeah i saw you didn't like the green bowl which i thought was funny i did i'm like torn on the green bowl oh, okay because i don't know i just, well first of all i laughed my ass off for like 10 seconds <laughs> while it was happening I think I paused the movie and I was like, okay, are they like, I tried to like, think to myself, I like bet on it. I was like, are they going to explain it or no? Or was this something that was already explained that I just haven't right. seen? Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen it, there's a green CGI green bull. He has like a line. I think he talks <laughs> yeah. at some point and um, there's no explanation for it. He's just at the, uh, I can't remember what the place where all Dr. Strange is and all those people. Yeah. But he's there and he's one of them and they just don't explain. Apparently he's, I looked him up after he's, he's in the comics and stuff. He's a, he's a prominent Marvel character in the comics and stuff like that. No no explanation. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Just there's a green bull in this (laughs) and there's no explanation at all as to what this thing is or who he is. He has a line. Yeah. And he's just in the background a couple of other times. And you're just like, who is what? Do you think you could just not? explain to me why there is a cgi green bull just (laughs) hanging out with people there's no one else there's no other animals here that are talking yeah this is the only one i was just so confused when that i thought it was funny when you pointed it out in your letterbox review because i remember when i was watching the movie he showed up and i was like oh that's weird it's just sort of this this guy's here um (laughs) but i was like what it's a magic school and like the in nepal or or whatever like whatever he's he's a talking (laughs) green bull why not like that's weirder than anything in the multiverse which is kind Straight of insane up. like that was just on the in the normal you know universe. what they should have done is they should have set him up as like oh this is this is jerry the green bull man yeah and he's like oh hey guys i'm the green bull man and then when they go into the multiverse they he's just like a dude uh, he's just like a man Jerry's like, <laughs> no they go no what they do is they go to the the magic school for wiz- yeah. witches and wizards and um, everyone there is a green bull except oh, for that guy. Except the one. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you, that would have been a great setup. Yeah. I was like, they got to do something with it. They have to explain it or something, right? Or yeah. Is he in, like, was he in fucking, I don't know, 
one of these shows I didn't see. I don't know. It's the it's Green the Bull multiverse show. of madness. Anything can <laughs> that happen. Was just in the normal universe. Yeah, <laughs> just normal Earth. It's it is just like that thing where when you really think about it, you're like, because they spend most of their time in the second universe. Yeah, and that's like. The difference is that, like, the stoplight in red means go instead of green. And it's like the multiverse <laughs> Whoa, that's of madness. So weird. That's crazy. <laughs> so creative of these writers. Yeah. Oh my God. How'd they think of that? So, man. Yeah. I mean, it was just like overall, there were things I liked. I liked Zombie Doctor Strange. I thought that was fun. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I liked that part too. That was funny. This is also, I guess. Last thing I'll say about Doctor Strange is that this is Marvel, I think the first Marvel movie that really heavily ties into its TV stuff, mm. which is like, you now have homework for Marvel movies. Yeah. Thor avoided this for the most part, but like, if you haven't watched WandaVision, which I haven't, it so. doesn't really matter, but like, you know the movie starts and it introduces Wanda and you're like, okay, well, if you haven't watched the show, like, why is she in this weird orchard? Why is she like crazy now? Um, all this other stuff. She mentions like the incident in New Jersey. Um, and so that's a whole thing where if you haven't seen that show, there's just a whole bunch of context you're missing for that character, except the show is about her, like learning to accept loss and like move on with her life. And she does that in the end of the show. And then in the movie, she's immediately like, no, I want my children, my fake children that I made back. Yeah, no, that's, that feels par, par for the course now. <laughs> yeah. Movies for me. Yeah. Especially like that happened with uh, Star-Lord too, after Guardians of the Galaxy 2, like felt like he learned a big lesson at the end of that movie. And yep. then Avengers Infinity War, he was like, no, I'm an asshole now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I haven't seen WandaVision and I, um, yeah, I knew I immediately missed something with her. I was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, she's definitely... Something happened where now she's evil or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just accepted it immediately. I was like, yeah, I missed something. That's my fault, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's it's not your fault. Annoying. It's it's Marvel's, like, kind of a big mess right now, yeah. which we'll talk more about when we get to Thor. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot, a lot of talk with Marvel going mm-hmm. around, which I think is great. It's mm-hmm. great to see discussions about Marvel. <laughs> we love discussions about Marvel. Yeah. Um. All right. What was next? We saw Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, Part Three together. Yeah, we did. Well. Um, which I don't have much to say about. <laughs> so, yeah, I, re- I, I struggle to remember much of it. A bunch of teenagers get murdered by Jason. Yeah. Um. It was the three D. It was. Of. Yeah, that was the big thing. Is there's a bunch of like three D nonsense in it. Yeah, they held things up to the camera and it did stuff because mm-hmm. it was in three D. And I haven't seen any other Friday the Thirteenth movies, but this one. Yeah. It's the one where he puts on the hockey mask. That's so it's the most important. It's iconic. Probably. It's iconic. Yeah. Um, and then I have men after that. Okay. I also have men. Let's talk about men. I love talking about men. The people, men. Yeah. Uh, men. New movie from Alex Garland, a director I love. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, men is my least favorite of his. I, I can't. Im- Could you imagine the person who men is like not their least favorite yeah. Alex Garland movie? There literally are. Uh, well, I watch. I've talked about your movie sucks on this before. He loved men. Oh, really? I wow. think that's his favorite Alex Garland movie. Oh, no. Which, yeah. 
he's he's i like his youtube content his movie opinions are all over the place oh yeah but yeah i i mean but annihilation and ex machina that's tough competition yeah um but yeah men uh let's immediately like i feel like i can't talk about men without spoiling it because that's yeah. just like the big talking point is the very end of this yeah movie. So spoilers for men yeah. um i pause the podcast go watch men and then come back <laughs> Uh, yeah. mangina. Yeah. Birth. Men birth. Man. Men giving birth. Man birth man into man. other man. Into man. Um, and. and some sort of Jesus Christ metaphor. Yeah. And then the movie end. Yeah. And um, Jesse Buckley, not phased. Not. She doesn't give a shit. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say about Men first is that I think Men is actually a very competent horror movie mm-hmm. until the last like 15 minutes. Yeah. I would strongly recommend Men if you put it on on like Netflix or wherever it lands on streaming. Mm-hmm. You just watch it and then there's going to be a point where she gets in her car and drives away just stop watching then and that's that's a horror movie like Honestly. the movie's done okay she got away yeah. the end wow, like what a good ending if you end it there great horror movie yeah. lots of good suspense creepy visuals yeah, yeah we got it i agree um and like some great acting mm-hmm. rory kiner is like 50 different people <laughs> as everyone as men mm-hmm um yeah i agree honestly i really like the first half of this movie very like nicely paced, mm-hmm. um, very good sound design and music right. in this as well. Um, I like the idea of it. And then, yeah, I some things I don't like about the beginning. I don't like the flashbacks that much. I didn't like that aspect. And then yeah, yeah. the ending, I was just like, this is, it's just, I, I was t- talking to you after I remember, I was like, this felt like, Alex Garland was like, I got to do, like in my last movie, Annihilation, I had a big moment mm-hmm. at the end that was crazy and like wacky yeah. and not normal for a movie. So I got to do that again, right? And he did. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> but I don't think he had to. I agree with you, baby. I think he did not. There wasn't, he, he directed a pretty good horror movie here with a good concept and good acting and everything. And yeah. then he kind of just ruined it with this big gory moment that like just didn't it keeps going that was my whole thing with that is like it's hard to watch and Mm -hmm. you know not that anything that's hard to watch is bad but like i got what he was saying like you get one maybe two like we get it yeah we get what you're saying here Mm -hmm. but it just keeps going he keeps giving birth to himself and like to the point where it's like comical and you're like, okay, well, this I guess I'm just scary anymore. This is just yeah. funny that you've dragged this out for this <laughs> yeah. long. Like, did you seriously think this was the move? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just keeps going. And then the movie doesn't even end on any like real catharsis. No. It, she's it, like Jesse Buckley is as exhausted at, as we are at that <laughs> point where she just sits down and is like, I guess you're done giving birth to yourself now. Yeah. And he's is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was all I had in me. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> a Russian nesting doll. Yeah. We reached the smallest yeah, one. We reached the smallest one. And then just Jesse Buckley was like, man, that was exhausting. Yeah. Like, and then she, done. she gets away anyway. Yeah. So like, 
you might as well highly recommend <laughs> you just watch men up until the part where she gets in her car and drives away. Honestly, because that, I mean, the message it's giving off there, that scene, like, I feel like we already get that through the rest of the movie anyways. Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't need that to, like, nail it into your brain even more. Right, because they have the child character, right? Yeah. Who's, like, a terrible little kid, so you assume. And they make the whole point of the the guy who, like, owns the Airbnb being, like, oh, well, my father always said I was worthless or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was a big, I thought that was the moment where it really nailed it in for me. Like, oh, that is one of the themes of this is like. Yeah, the toxic men create more toxic men. Exactly. We don't literally need to see the. the Toxic men create. The Rory Canussi, like, (laughs) giving birth over and over again. Yeah. I can't get it out of my mind. Yeah. Mm. You can't unsee it. I'll like, I'll give that to men. Yeah. Is you'll never forget it. Yeah, definitely. God, there are so many like great moments in that. I'm just like remembering apple tree or like not apple trees, but it was the apple trees. tree. Was it an apple yeah, tree? Yeah, because it was the forbidden fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That does make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, the man. scene where the, like the naked guy is stalking outside of the house yeah. like is super creepy. Yeah. You know, there's there's some good in there, but he he went too far. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate. Someone has to stop this man. Unfortunate. And uh, you know what they should have done? What is the last one uh, comes out and it's Alex Garland and he's like, I'm gonna make the movie man. And everyone's like, Oh God, please <laughs> oh, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> this is the true evil of men. That'd be a five star film. Today. Oh yeah, that would be genius. <laughs> Immediately change my rating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have an apology to make to a producer of our award oh, show. God, yeah. I never thought I'd have to make this video yeah. <laughs> with, with 45 ad breaks in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Unfortunate apology video to our, our uh, good friend, Charlie. Who... Yeah. Producer of the biggies. Yeah. We, every year we give him one award to give out to anything. Mm-hmm. Literally, he could have given this award out to to like Cheetos. Yeah. Um, flaming hot flaming hot che- and he would right yeah he charlie loves, loves flaming hot cheetos can we say yeah he really he like, won't stop talking about he how got cheeto dust all over our equipment last yeah time. that like, was why what's funny is if like you had seen the set that day it was just covered in orange yeah, dust from wow. all the hot cheetos he was eating insane yeah we had to get a, a quick cleanup right before but yeah he this year he gave the award to uh top gun maverick Mm-hmm. And we laughed at him. We said, he said, movie of the decade. Mm-hmm. We laughed at him. We were like, oh, that's a funny joke, Charlie. But yeah. apparently he knew something we didn't. He was, he, I swear, maybe he saw like a, an early cut of it or something. He must have. He was, he was on that Top Gun Maverick train before <sighs> any of us. The writing was on the wall for this, beep. Yeah. It was a movie that ha- was supposed to come out like two years. It, this was supposed to come out before COVID. Basically. Oh yeah. The trailer for it came out when we were both still working at Echo Fox. Yeah. Literally this movie was, was supposed to come out such a long time ago. Paramount, like debating whether or not they should put it, just stick it on Paramount plus at some point. But, but everyone is just like, okay, this movie is obviously not good. They're just delaying it, delaying yeah. it, delaying it. Turns out it's amazing. It's, it's like, <laughs> How, what a tragedy it would have been if they had just thrown it onto Paramount Honestly, Plus. Like straight up, what I just can't, I can't believe it. Not just because Charlie was extremely right yeah. about it, but like I watched the first Top Gun right before I, I watched this one, and I was like, that was okay. Like mm-hmm. it's it sort of is the meme at this point. It's like watching the Star Wars prequels. Like yeah. you're not really watching it for like 
how good it is. You're just watching it for all the memes that you've seen over the years. Um, and then this one comes out and we're like, we're going to make it better in every way. <laughs> and also just like a different league of movie. Yeah. Straight up. Like I, I agree with you. I'm so, I think a big reason um, for my surprise is also because the original Top Gun was average for me. Yeah. Um, so I was like, how could they make it better? Like, or how could they like really improve? They did, they did so like average last time. Right. Mm-hmm. But they literally just made it a good, <laughs> they said, all right, that one wasn't good. Let me just make yeah. it good. Let it's, me make it good this time. It's funny because it is very similar to the first one. Like yeah. the opening shots are obviously like almost exactly the same mm-hmm. and they played the Top Gun theme and everything. It, it was literally like Tom Cruise was like, I'm just going to do it again, but better. Like yeah. it, it, it wasn't even like necessarily a sequel. It was like a stealth redo. Honestly, it was. Um, um, and the, like, I don't know, just an actual plot that drove the action, the action. Amazing. Yeah. Like amazingly shot. So exhilarating. Like, man, after watching Marvel movies, like, just seeing action like this just, like, gets your heart pumping. It is crazy, right? Like, I actually wasn't even thinking about that. But, like, seeing Thor, like, there are action scenes that are fun and whatever. But, like, watching Top Gun, you were, like, (laughs) invested in the action. Or, like, you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. And, like, these are real-ass planes. Exactly. Flying around. And, you know, they're, like, in the cockpits. And, like, everything is just so elevated by the way it's shot and by the way it's presented. And everything is laid out so clearly um i what i love about the movie is that everything's set up from the beginning like this is the mission and this is how we execute the mission and they have to do it over and over again and train to it so by the time you actually get there like it's really exciting because you're like are they gonna be able to do it exactly and they don't like yeah and they don't they're not while they're training they don't like do anything spectacular that would lead you to think like oh yeah they got this for sure Mm -hmm. like it's because they just hype this thing up as being like yeah this is like this mission is just impossible yeah another tom cruise yeah (laughs) why didn't they do that in the movie (laughs) like just a quick like oh this mission impossible (laughs) and then tom cruise winks to the camera tom cruise is like yeah really yeah (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that's, I think they hyped it up and I got to say the final sequence of events and the climax and all this, like the end is they just nail it there too. Yeah. Like I thought I did, like you said, I had no clue what was going to happen. All the twists and turns there at the end were just, I was on the ride for all of it. Mm -hmm. Like it was just so much fun Uh, everywhere. They took it. I didn't expect, I didn't know where they were going to go. And I loved where they chose to go at every moment there at the end, which was awesome. Yeah. It's like. I don't want to say that, you know, CG in movies are bad or like whatever. Um, but like, and like Tom Cruise is not a great person, uh, <laughs> arguably a bad yeah, person. We should, we should, we should definitely say that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, we're not, we, we don't condone think, Tom Cruise yeah. or any of his actions or his whack of religion yeah. or, or anything. But like, I will say his commitment to like making the movies the way he makes them. Mm-hmm just like makes things a hundred percent better yeah i agree Um, like it just feels so real something about the cgi marvel fights that just like my brain just turns them off or like my brain just like so weightless right yeah my brain just turns it off because it like just knows like this isn't real or something like i don't know what it is but during marvel action sequences i'm just like all right time to take a break 
yep. or something. <laughs> Whereas this one, I'm just like on the edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, just this was such a fun time at the movies. If you haven't seen this, go see it. Yeah. If it's still in theaters, like, please go see it. Like, I wouldn't yeah. usually say this, but like, this is a theater movie. Uh huh. Um, if you can see it, I don't think you can actually see it in IMAX anymore because oh. Jurassic Park kicked it out. Come on. But yeah, this is a theater movie 100%. Like, it's just, it's so good. Mm hmm. God, um, so yeah, so R.I.P. to Charlie Sears. Too bad he didn't live to see it. Yeah, so sad. He was for right. Him. Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't eaten all those hot Cheetos. Straight up. Yeah, yeah. He also went on that cruise with Marty. Was not a good idea. Goofy. Yeah, no. I told him not to. He do doesn't know how to swim. Yeah, he fell off. It was over. I mean, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe he made it to like a little island or something. <laughs> he might have. Yeah, <laughs> might have been Pirates of the Caribbean style yeah. at an island. Yeah. Um. Did you see Jurassic World, by the way? I never... No, I didn't. Okay. I I guess at this point, I'm probably just going to see it on streaming. There were a few movies this summer. Actually, I didn't see any movies in June, and that was a June movie. Uh, so I think that's kind of what killed me, because I wanted to see the Bob's Burgers movie, too. And I oh, was, yeah. Never yeah, I haven't seen any to. Bob's Burgers show at all. Oh, really? So I, I, love, like, I love Bob's Burgers really? as a show, so I was very excited for the movie, but... Yeah. Just couldn't get to it. Yeah, I had some friends in high school who love that show. I've heard Jurassic World is really dumb. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That that excites me. Yeah, I've heard it's really boring, too. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just painfully boring. Yeah. Is what I heard. Um, I'll watch it. I'll probably watch it when it comes to whatever, wherever Universal puts their streaming movies. I guess Netflix? Peacock? <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, yeah. I guess it would be Peacock. Yeah. But no one has but they don't, Peacock. Yeah, no one has Peacock. So they just put it on, like, they put it on random shit. I swear. Yeah. They I think the on... first the first Jurassic Park was on Netflix for a long time. Yeah. Or maybe HBO, actually. I don't know. I don't know if they put it on a Warner Brothers service, though. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like they just stick it on a bunch of different ones. Mm-hmm. It's either Hulu or I don't know. Hulu's Disney too. Well, it's I'll so find confusing. out. I'll track it down and I'll watch that. This is so confusing. That terrible <laughs> dinosaur movie. I'm confused. Um, God, there's God. This episode's just gonna be jam packed. Yeah, I'm just looking at my list. I'm like, oh fuck. I, I think we use <laughs> so much. We've passed all the movies that we've watched together. I think. Yeah, I think so. Besides Thor. Um, Besides Thor, yes. But yeah, I have so many. Um, I'm going to rant about Chippendale Rescue Rangers for a second. Let's go. Because I, everyone's loving this movie, BB, and it <laughs> upsets me. I, yeah. Because I, I don't know. There, there are things that obviously like I will not like about this movie that other people can get past. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is just like Disney making fun of like other animation styles and other like studios without like clear. Obviously, they're not going to, but they don't realize they do the same exact shit. There's also really insensitive like joke in this movie about um, Peter Pan because he like grows up to be a just asshole <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of. Oh, um, okay. And it's in reference, like apparently I don't know if it was on purpose, but people have like come out and said like the original Peter Pan voice actor, like had a similar path in life basically to this joke, Peter Pan that they're oh, making. Okay. <laughs> Um, and the real voice actor died from drug addiction. Jeez, when he was like thirty. Um, so does he die of drug addiction? No, in the he does not die after it. No, but that would have been great for sure. Um, but no, my biggest—I don't know this. So I love everyone involved in this movie. Andy Samberg, Akiva Schaefer directed mm. this. I love Lonely Island stuff. Yeah, this is the first one I just hated because I could just tell. Like, first of all, I just, it was not funny to me at all. 
Like I just did not laugh once. Yeah. Besides Ugly Sonic, that was the only part I laughed at. But that was like I watched that on Twitter before I watched the movie. Yeah. So, so that wasn't even <laughs> part of the movie for me. That was just a tweet. Right. Um. And then yeah, it was just, it was just so boring. The plot was awful. It was Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but way worse. And like with two rant, like they just chose Chip and Dale for no reason. Like I yeah. felt like it had nothing to do with Chip and Dale. It was just them trying to make a joke about remakes, but not being self-aware because they can't. Right. They can't make fun of Disney. That's right. the one thing they can't do. And it was just like a big joke about all these things Disney does. Disney, but they can't make fun of Disney for it. Right. They can only make fun of everyone else. Oh, okay. So it's just like painfully watching them make fun of every single other thing while they can't make fun of like how shitty the Lion King animation, the Lion King oh, remake yeah. animation is. And all this stuff, like, they have, um, who did Seth Rogen play? Pumbaa? Pumbaa, yeah. They have Pumbaa show up in this movie, but they're not making fun of Pumbaa. They're making fun of, like, Seth Rogen. I have no, they, like, just oh. have Seth Rogen's, all of Seth Rogen's animated voices come together at some oh. point. Wait, how, how much other stuff has he done, though? Um... I'm trying to remember. So he in this movie, he voices like a Polar Express animated type thing. Oh, I think I saw a clip of that. Yeah. Yeah. And then a bunch of his other characters show up to like make fun of the Polar Express character guy. Oh, okay. And it includes Pumbaa. It includes... What other f- movies are is he in? I can't remember. He was else. in. He did Sausage Party. Yeah, and it's not in there. Yeah, <laughs> they did I not get the imagine. sausage from yeah. Sausage Party. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. that would have been great. But yeah, they yeah. At some point, Pumbaa does show up, and it's like, okay, you have an example right here of the time you shittily animated some something, but you're yeah. not going to make fun of it, right? Um, so it's just very. I don't know. It felt very weird. I feel bad for the Lonely Island guys because I. I could imagine them making a really good movie if they like had free reign right. over making fun of Disney as well. Because I, yeah, that's my biggest complaint with it. But also I just didn't, the jokes didn't land. I'm going to be honest. John Mulaney and Andy Samberg were both awful. Oh, really? Actors. Such John Mulaney, something when sad things happen, if I, if you like closed your eyes, you would think they were happy. Like they were just had no emotion. They were just like, it felt like they were just half assed. They were probably, time. yeah, phoning it in. Yeah. So both really bad voice acting. Yeah. I just did not, I don't understand why everyone's loving this. I, cause I didn't even have fun with it that at is, all. That is a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? I, I can do one that I saw. Go, go. You for did it. not. Um, let's see. Actually, I might only have one of those. Um, I saw Annihilation, but I don't have much to say about Annihilation uh, other than it was good. Um, well, I guess I'll talk about The Black Phone. Yeah, talk about this it. This one just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based off of a short story by Joe Hill, I who is Stephen King's son. I and you can really tell that he's Stephen King's son. Really? Because it's the, it's the same kind of story that nice. Stephen King would do. <laughs> it's funny. We went to the Barnes & Noble after seeing the movie mm-hmm. and like found the book of short stories that has the black phone short story in it. And it's literally, it's maybe like 20 pages. Mm-hmm. It was like this thick of the book. Wow. Um, <laughs> and they turned a, a whole ass movie out of that. Um, but it was a really good movie. Um, it was just like a very simple kind of horror movie. There was no, like there wasn't necessarily like any big twist. Yeah. There was no, uh, 
like frills about it. It was just like there's a spooky man who kidnaps kids and this kid gets kidnapped and he's got to escape. And that's like the movie. There's a little bit of a supernatural twist in it, just like in a Stephen King book. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I it, it was just like nice to see. Um, I guess it's not like a huge budget or anything, but mm-hmm. like a big more theater popcorn horror movie that that just kind of nails it. Yeah, doesn't feel like it's trying too hard or anything like that. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I'd say like only complaint. And not really a complaint. There are a few jump scares in it. None of them feel necessarily cheap, but if you don't like jump scares, there's at least three of them okay. throughout the movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I I struggle to say anything more because I don't want to spoil it. Um, because it's you know it's just like a movie. I think people should go see. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, no, you should definitely see it. Um. It's a good time. Ethan Hawke, real good job. Oh yeah, I forgot Ethan Hawke's in that movie. He's he's the main bad guy. He's very creepy. Has in he it. been in any horror? Is this his first horror movie? I don't Ethan know. Hawk. He was in The Northman. Does that count? Yeah, that was that was a horror. Um, um, but yeah, I, I would I would strongly recommend The Black Phone. Um, nice, just like a solid movie that I feel like might get overshadowed by Thor this weekend. Probably so. is. Well, definitely will get overshadowed by Thor, but it could be less <laughs> overshadowed if you go see it. Yeah. Do it. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. Um, maybe in theaters. I, I'm trying to use my MC stubs more. Yeah, no. we. I, I just got the A-list recently. Yeah. So I'm trying. I can see three movies a week now. <sighs> going to see everything. Every single movie yeah. that comes out. That's my goal. Hitting up Rise of Gru as, <laughs> right after this. <laughs> Let's go. Um, all right. I can speed through some movies here. Okay. Rewatch Game Night for like the 50th time. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Rewatch Goodfellas. It's good fellas um <laughs> they some good fellas yeah there were some good fellas um i watched hustle the new adam sandler movie let's get it with real nba basketball players and i'm still so curious as to how they if they audition these people or what because the two main nba players are really good actors somehow huh. um and i don't know they're just both good actors i wouldn't i know them from nba would not expect <laughs> them to act so well he probably just got some tips from the safety brothers like yeah maybe this is how you get a basketball yeah, player to probably act. the yeah. safety brothers were like nah this is what you got to tell them mm-hmm. um but yeah this is a fun little movie if you're a sports fan i would recommend it to you bb really but yeah <laughs> yeah it's a fun movie if you're a sports sports guy this isn't like a do the basketball players play themselves um no okay. so some of them do but uh the main guy is uh wancho hernan gomez Mm-hmm. He plays a guy named Bo Cruz. Everyone on Twitter, NBA Twitter is like memeing because in real life, he just got like dropped by his team. Oh no. So everyone's memeing like, oh, in the movie, he gets drafted like super early or whatever. Cause he's mm-hmm. like the big next prospect. Oh, so yeah. everyone joking like, oh my God, Bo Cruz didn't work out. Or like <laughs> who's got, someone's got to pick up Bo Cruz. Right. Uh, in the movie, he gets drafted by the Celtics, I guess kind of a spoiler. So everyone like ats the Celtics is like Celtics. You got to get this guy. So this must Cruz. be an uncut gems crossover. Yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the other Anthony Edwards is the other basketball player. He plays a guy named Kermit Wiltz. Oh, and he's okay. like the shit. He's like the bad guy. He like shit talks. Bo oh, Cruz. damn. Someone named Kermit does that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. He's like the, so he like shit talks him and like his shit talking is bad. He like talks about his daughter and stuff like, Oh, uh, but then there are a bunch of other NBA people who just play themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, 
And the the savior of this movie, I mentioned the Celtics draft him, is uh, I went to Butler and um, God, what? Why? I, I'm embarrassing myself. Oh no, you're a bad alum. <sighs> I should edit this out for sure. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, God, what's his name again? The head coach of the Celtics. He was the head coach for Butler. He's the savior of this movie because oh, he's okay. the one who ends up drafting Bo Cruz. Oh, okay. Um, which it's deserved. Um, all right, what else should I speed through? Sonic the Hedgehog 2, not good. Oh, damn. I know a lot of people were surprisingly happy about this. I was not. It was boring. Okay. And as I told BB, it, it took me multiple watches to get through because I yeah. was boring. I forget what I told you to motivate you to watch it, but I guess it worked. Yeah, it was some. You tricked me. You said, yeah. like, this happens in the movie. I can't remember what you said happens, yeah. but it didn't happen. Damn. So I was very upset. Um, I watched Cha-Cha Real Smooth, which is the new Cooper Rafe movie. I right. have gushed about him before on this podcast because I love his first movie, Shithouse. Mm-hmm. This one he's getting a lot of flack for because I think this one's way more popular than Shithouse or way more in your face because Apple TV Plus is like, watch it. Oh, okay. Um, so a lot more people are being exposed to Rafe. Uh, so a lot of people are not liking it because he's like, I don't know. There's a camp of people who are like, because he directed and starred in this movie and he kind of just makes oh. himself look like a real good guy. Okay. Real nice guy. So everyone's like, wow, you really think you're like the best dude ever, huh? Um, which I could see. Uh, yeah. But that... I watched it and still enjoyed it. And apparently he didn't even want to star in this one, but Dakota Johnson like requested that he did. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, I guess she liked his performance in Shithouse so much that he... She was like, I will work on this, but you have to start Oh, did he it. also act in Shithouse? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I didn't know that. Well. I thought he was just a director boy. No. he's He was the star and director of Shithouse as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, me and my family, my brothers just really liked Shithouse, and they, and they watched it without my recommendation, Cha-Cha Real Smooth, and also really liked it. So I, I've been bonding with them over that as well, which okay. has been nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, one, one, two more before Thor. Okay. <laughs> We're all going to the World's Fair. This one's a good low-key movie that was at Sundance last year, and I missed it, and I'm happy I finally saw it, and I was very scared by it because I get scared by creepypastas for some reason. Uh, okay, right. You told me about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really... I really like the twist of, at the end of this movie. I gave it three and a half stars because I literally... I was in pain watching it. Like, I just wanted to turn it off so much anymore. Which which has to be a good... I don't know. It feels like maybe I should give it props for that. But at the same time, I was just like, God, I can't watch this. Right. And then after I saw Thor, like, I decided to just go to the theater again and watch Marcel's The Shell with Shoes On, which everyone's raving about. And uh, I don't think it's, like, the most perfect film, but I did cry a couple times, and it's very cute. So. Okay, nice. Boom. Damn. Wait, so you just went back to the theater yeah, after? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> can you I went use... back here and then I, yeah, you can use, apparently you can use multiple in one day. Or maybe it's because you got it for me. But I Oh, because you're in my entourage? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I went back after we ate after Thor and I came back here and then I was like, I don't want, I, I was bored of video games. So I was like, oh, okay. I'll just go back and watch Marcellus the shell shoes on. Nice. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, we finally made it. I, we've really been hyping up this Thor review. Yeah. Right. I was saying five words. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh shit! Damn it! Um, <laughs> this isn't my review. Um, I need to get this joke out because I made it at the theater, and now it needs to be right, on the internet. Yeah. They should have called this movie Thor Four: The War with Gore. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, so many rhymes. Yeah, it was too perfect. It was. Um, they didn't do it. All right, here we go. It felt like he. It felt like white. Honestly, I will. I do want to talk about the title because the whole time the title doesn't make much sense because. Well, like it's supposed to fit. John, this like, sounds like a review to me. Oh, sorry. I'll go first. Thor: Love and Thunder. Fine. <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder. All right. Okay. Cool. Now we can review. <laughs> nice review. Yeah. <laughs> Episode over. That should be our podcast from now on. Yeah. yeah. Five word reviews. It's a three second clip <laughs> on Spotify. You can listen to. Yeah. Um, now I will say I like your title a little better because it felt like the title was Love and Thunder. Felt like a like eighties thing, and then they didn't really go for the eighties vibe much, besides like some songs in there. The beginning was very like eighties, yeah. or at least the like colorful. The, the, at opening. the trailers for this felt way more eighties than yeah. the actual movie to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then that finally connected at the end, mm-hmm. which felt like maybe Taika Waititi like titled this and then like made it a challenge to be like, okay, where's this? Thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah I like yours better BB you should have typed yeah no I'll call him up later and be yeah. like you're a fucking idiot you're a failure <laughs> god damn you Tyke <laughs> all Just that money you've made titles. it's fake you didn't deserve that um, alright non-spoiler I guess we do non-spoiler yeah reviews. let's do some non-spoiler even though I feel like you got a good enough one from yeah, our honestly, five that was word review oh. <laughs> that was a pretty good review yeah uh, a lot of people hate this movie BB yeah I've been seeing so many people with really strong opinions and I'm like you saw that and came out like either like super heated or like really excited. Yeah. I'm like, no, it was, was good. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> that was the least I've like, I had, I still, I came out of there like, cause I had watched Dr. Strange three days before I was still more like amped about Dr. Strange yeah. than I was about this one. Um, and I didn't, there was probably a bunch of hate for Dr. Strange. I just avoided when it came out. Yeah. But I feel like people should have got more pissed at that movie. Cause I think it's way worse than th- this one. Movie's just like, fine i don't think there's anything too i don't think everyone's calling it a mess or like bad i don't yeah agree i think it's just fun a normal marvel fun romp to watch there's nothing too bad yeah i think there's it. a wider discussion because like people are all over the place on yeah. this one i've seen so many takes on this and they're all like completely different extreme. ranges <laughs> but they're all very extreme yeah, yeah. um but i guess to keep it spoiler free for now like it's it's got some fun action, some funny jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Hemsworth is like, it's. I, I'm really glad that they got Taika Waititi in there for Ragnarok and discovered that Chris Hemsworth is funny. Yeah. Because I think that just saved the character Seriously. from being just the absolute worst Avenger because he's a very funny actor. Yeah. Um, and he delivers comedy so well in these movies. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> I also wanted to mention that. Like, I thought, like, what would I even say about that? And I was like, that feels like more of a review for Ragnarok almost. I'm just like, what do I have to say about this movie? Right, yeah. <laughs> because I'm just like, yeah, Taika Waititi definitely, like, it, it's still, like, it's still amazing that he resurrected this character. Because I, at, when I saw the first Thor, I think I thought it was really good because I just liked the concept of Thor. Yeah. Like, I liked gods. I liked 
the concept of the God of Thunder being a part of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I like this movie because I like Thor. But re-watching it later, I was like, this movie is mm. so boring and bland. So, and then I watched The Dark World and I'm like, this, is, this might sucks. be not yeah. <laughs> the worst Marvel movie. This might be the worst movie I've ever seen. What is this? <laughs> yeah, no, you so. weren't into you weren't into Kenny Brand's original Thor movie. Sorry, Kenny. Damn, Ken. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. You get him next time. Yeah. Next biggies for sure. <laughs> God, he should have been involved in this Thor. Oh yeah, they should have Holy. at least given him a cameo or Seriously. something. Come on. Um, but yeah, I still I'm still on board with like Watiti like mm. resurrecting this character and the direction he took with Thor yeah. for sure. I it's funny because like Thor was obviously like nothing to me like he was my least favorite mm-hmm. Avenger whatever um, and now Ragnarok is still probably my favorite Marvel movie mm. that movie took me so much by surprise like I had never heard of Taika Waititi before that yeah that was the um, intro and so like I just went to that movie and like laughed hysterically the whole yes. time like so that movie's really visually beautiful it's one of the few movies where I felt like really heavy cg enhanced the visuals in some way mm-hmm. instead of feeling like a big mess oh, yeah because it was super colorful and yeah like, yeah and like i love the scenes in ragnarok where they you know they have the valkyries it looks like a like yeah. a renaissance oh, painting yeah, yeah. So cool. it's like all of that was so great um and so i had high expectations coming into this one and they were definitely not met oh, yeah. as much there's still definitely like a lot of his style in this but it also feels like it might have been reined in or at the very least like he pushed it way more into the comedy zone definitely and and he didn't have as much of that like signature like character depth and heart that all of his other movies have yeah I f- uh, yeah i don't know what it is ragnarok felt like it introduced a bunch of like thor universe characters and like gave them really like v- that's when valkyries comes in right yeah that's her first and, movie um, Hela is Hela. Hella, Hella, yeah, Hella. Um, that was a great like. I don't know. It just felt like it introduced. It still had Loki too, which yeah. Loki's a great character. I, yeah, like Thor and Loki, I felt like developed really yeah. well in that movie, which is why I always complain about Infinity War and Endgame completely like torpedoing yeah. everything that that movie did, mm-hmm. um, character wise. But you know, standalone, I, I love that movie, and so yeah, this one definitely. I, I agree with you. It felt. I don't know. It's still funny. It's like, I love Taika Waititi, so this is probably like the least I've laughed at one of his movies, which mm-hmm. sucks, but um, it was still, there were still some very funny parts. Um, yeah, and it didn't feel like, maybe it, maybe it felt like he did, he just already did everything he could with Thor and Ragnarok or something, because it just, it definitely didn't feel like he pushed it any more than he did yeah. when he made Ragnarok. Well, because, so. like, Ragnarok was technically the end of a trilogy. Yeah. And so it did feel kind of like a capstone on Thor's character. Definitely. So, I mean, that's, you can say that about anything Marvel in Phase 4, because <laughs> they literally ended, yeah. <laughs> they ended everything with Endgame, you know, everything was out on the table, and now it's, they're still trying to figure out where do we go from here? Yeah. Especially with a character that's been around since the very first like phase of Marvel heroes. Yeah. We can like get, maybe we save to get more in like Marvel in general after we talk about this movie and spoiler town, because I do have a lot to say about this phase and what the hell is going on. Same. 
and like comparing it to the other phases because like phase one through three, it was clear mm-hmm. to me. They had a plan the whole time. Yeah. This one, they're just throwing. Sh- it feels like they don't have a plan. It feels like they're just throwing shit at the wall. Yeah. It, it does feel that way to me too. But uh, yeah, let's go to spoiler town for Thor love and thunder. Okay. First thing I want to say, we're going to do a good thing and then not a bad thing, but a thing that I love in, in an ironic way. Okay. Good thing. I liked the chicken men. <laughs> the, I liked the first fight with like the puppet chicken men. I thought those guys were hilarious. That was fun. And I loved <laughs> Thor kicking the shit out of them. <laughs> so fun. welcome to the jungle. Like I was all about that. Yeah. They should have um, been the angry birds though. That would have been a great That would have been great if they were the angry birds. <laughs> um, it That fight scene reminded me a lot of the final fight from Ragnarok. Like, yeah. It's very true. high energy, like cool song playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they were chicken men, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say that the other thing is a deeper conversation about Marvel. I'm sorry. I'm going to do this in the background in new Asgard because new Asgard has become this like Disneyland of, of Avengers stuff. Um, they have a shop called infinity cones. Oh yeah. Yeah. They were like opening that. It was, yeah, it was an ice cream store called infinity cones and it's got Thanos's infinity gauntlet on it. Yeah. And like everyone on TikTok's been talking about this, and I was just like, like imagining like a nine eleven themed yeah, ice cream place. Basically. Like, that's basically what it is. It's literally that's because like, up. and that's not the only thing. Like, I, I haven't watched Miss Marvel yet. I I don't know if I'll watch it. I've heard it's good though. Okay. Um. Apparently, in Miss Marvel, they go to this like Comic Con type thing, but it's like Avengers based, and so there's a cosplayer there who's cosplaying as Loki. Who, like, for the normal people of the Marvel Universe, yeah, like, as no. far as they know, like, he, like, he's, an, he's, he's just like an the Osama person. Bin Laden of, of Marvel. <laughs> Imagine people at Comic-Con dressing up as Osama. Yeah. Or the people who did 9-11. It's like, yeah, true. Like, that was... Yeah, like, I love his fuck? character, dude. He's so love, cool. Oh, my God. You nailed it. Like, that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there was one other example that I'm struggling to think of now that they've, they've done recently in a Marvel movie where like it's because it's definitely not like satire like like the yeah. boys does a similar thing in this season um, where like obviously all the superheroes are terrible and they're all like marketed but like in Marvel it's obviously it's played as a joke but Marvel takes itself seriously enough to the point where you have to look at something like yeah, that. Exactly. And be like, wait a minute. <laughs> like the the most horrific tragedy in the history of the universe. And they made an ice cream I shop. I want about ice it. cream based yeah. off of this. 9-11 ice cream. <laughs> what a time that would be. Oh yeah. Wow. Um but yeah, I just thought that was very funny. That um, was funny, actually. I'll get in, I guess this tangents off of it a little bit, but also Marvel continues my new favorite trend, which is all religions are real except for Christianity. Yep. (laughs) Because in this movie we meet the God of every like, I guess, dead religion. Yeah. They make a quick allusion to what might be Jesus. They're like, she goes, oh, look over there. It's the co- the God of carpentry, which is like, yeah, yeah, could be Jesus, but I'm not, I'm not letting them get away with that right. shit. We need a straight up I Jesus want, reference. I want either Jesus Christ <laughs> to show up in Avengers five or whatever. Um, 
Or I want them to meet the Christian God yep. from the Bible. Yep. <laughs> we need, I, when that happens, I will love Marvel again. Otherwise, I, other, the other thing they can do for me that will make me just as happy as that is if Thor or whoever has to sit down with a devout, like, Catholic yes. character in the Marvel, <laughs> like Daredevil, right? Yeah, Daredevil's yeah, a Catholic. Yeah. That's, like, his whole thing. They have to sit down, and Daredevil's like, oh, so you, you went to that city where, like, all the gods, like, hang out? <laughs> whatever be like yeah man yeah i was with zeus and like <laughs> Ra and uh you know all the shinto gods being like oh yeah it's cool so um <laughs> do you see like you know the the big guy you know the what the who the who god yeah, you know oh zeus, yeah there were right? lots of gods there no but like like oh, the god. oh. Ooh. <laughs> like he doesn't know how to break it to him. No, oh, <laughs> like, that one. Everything he believes yeah. is like definitely not real. <laughs> they just confirm it there. Yeah. God is not real. Like, the well, they already confirmed in Eternals that like the Earth and the universe were created by like big stone monsters. Yeah, so maybe that is God. So like God didn't do it in seven days. We yeah. already know that's true. True. So. I'm just saying they have to confront this at some point. They definitely have to. They yeah. they feel so comfortable confronting all these old uh, old religions. Well, maybe I believe in that stuff. Yeah. Maybe I'm offended mm-hmm. that they did that to my God. Zeus, he's not chubby and bad <laughs> and stuff like that. He's yeah. my favorite God. At the very least, they could have had a scene where Gore shows up. He's like, well, just got finished killing Jesus and those guys. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <you> know? <laughs> <laughs> or they just show. maybe there is an Easter egg when like Thor was like looking at all the gods in distress mm-hmm. or whatever. Maybe like Jesus is there, just yeah. Like, Help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. At least then, like, okay, they were real, but now they're yeah. they're dead. But now they're dead. God is Gore literally God. dead. Yeah, Gore, Gore killed God. Yeah, <laughs> the God, the God. <laughs> that would be a funny scene, like Zeus and all the meat. The god they're like oh but what's like special about you <laughs> like yeah i'm the god like i'm the what like oh you created life on like one planet <laughs> okay i we, guess yeah we yeah. did way fucking more mm-hmm. loser um all right anyway uh, we should talk about the movie about, we went to spoiler town immediately talked about like i know i just i had to get it out i just i hope happen. they keep doing this i really i love how how deep in the paint they are yeah, with this honestly. with this religion thing yeah <laughs> Um, all right, movie. What happened in it? Uh, Thor. I, I'll, I guess I'll Gore. say I also Thor. really liked Gore. the opening with Christian Bale. Yeah, I agree. I this thought is, it was a good setup. I, I really like you like everything you needed to know about his character played out in like 10 minutes. Um, Christian Bale, great actor. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like he was kind of underutilized after that first scene. Definitely. Um, and it's because he becomes a sword, baby. Right. Yeah, the sword is evil. It's one of my least favorite villain tropes, which is because they do it a lot in superhero movies where, like, the villain is objectively correct. Mm-hmm. Um, Gore is correct in this movie. Yeah. The gods are terrible. They don't care about anyone. All they want is to be worshipped. And he's right to kill them because there's, like, they're just aliens, like, in the Marvel Universe. Like, there's really no consequence. Yeah. To like killing these gods. Um, but like obviously you can't really have that in your movie where it's black and white good versus evil. Yeah. So he picks up the evil sword that just makes him a an evil snake man with pointy teeth. Yep. And so it's like 
all right, well, now now there's no, you got to kill him because he literally snatches children in the night and yeah. keeps them in a cage and, exactly. and does scary puppet shows now for I them. Now I can't agree with him. He's yeah. A, he, he's a murderer piece of shit. Now. Yeah. Like, I can't agree. Because, well, the same thing kind of happens to Scarlet Witch, too. She touches a book. or she's That's right. Book. The book makes her evil. It's the same thing in Ant-Man. Yeah. He's he's like a mean business, at least in Ant-Man, like, he started out as, like, kind of a mean businessman. Yeah. But like it can't be that just like a capitalist yeah, guy just is kill bad. A business man, it's right? it's that the businessman had so many shrinky dink rays shot into his brain that it made him evil. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um I agree. I'm totally with on board with you um for that one. Because he de- yeah, he definitely has like good motivations, like it's a well written character until like we have to add this thing to him where mm-hmm. he's just and I guess it gives them kind of the excuse where when the sword's gone at the very end of the movie, like, okay, now I can like kind of root for him again because he's just not evil anymore, right? Yeah. Um, which is just yeah, a it, bad way to write. Yeah, uh, it's it's <laughs> not that's not that's not a character arc. Yeah. That's he gets turned into an evil thing and then the evil thing goes away, so he's for a few seconds he's not evil anymore. Like he exactly. hasn't learned anything. No. The status quo hasn't changed at all. Mm-hmm. It's just like we got him. Thor barely learned anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mission accomplished, boys. We yep, got him. We got him. We destroyed the sword's bad. That's yeah. what I learned as Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What other? Okay. There's a lady Thor in this one, BB. You can't call her that, oh, John. Sorry. Canceled. Oh, no. Canceled. Shit. The fuck out of here. Oh, my, BB's literally making me leave. I have to. Yeah. I'm getting Get out of here. <laughs> Next week, big boy movies with a new host. Yeah. <laughs> new host that doesn't... it'll still be a white guy though don't worry oh, okay. don't worry everyone it's gonna be a white guy. yeah no I, I let's not get crazy yeah, here. come on we can't <laughs> um, but yeah it's the mighty thor the mighty at jane foster yes. the mighty thor is she's kind of shoehorned in a little bit yeah i liked her overall like she was a fun character i think yeah i thought it was a fun way to have her in there i guess yeah I I have not read... It it was last second. Yeah, I have not read the comics that she's in, but I do know it it has to do with, like, her having cancer and, like, Mjolnir healing her. I thought it was a nice... It was, like, a nice quick way to explain it where Thor is, like, Mjolnir always protect her. Yeah. So, like... Because you have so much legwork to get, like unrelated lady with cancer to now she's Thor. Now she's Thor. It was good enough for me to like have that be the jumping on point. Yeah. And I thought it was a cute way to do it Mm because there was always those moments where Korg is narrating. Yeah. And I thought those moments were cute. Um, And it was a good way to like, (laughs) I don't know, just like catch people up Mm -hmm. without just catching people up and everyone being annoyed. Right. By it. Like it was a cute way. Yeah. Way to do it. It it definitely felt this movie definitely felt like it was cut down. Uh, We were saying before it's an hour and 59 minutes, which just screams. It screams studio studio intervention. Like this has to be under two hours no matter what. And so I think most of the stuff that probably got cut from like whatever the original version of the movie was um was probably in the beginning because the beginning especially felt very rushed where she just goes from hospital she's in uh new asgard and the hammer just puts itself back together and now here we are yeah exactly so they don't even like show that part at all like it just skips forward to Mm. here she is as thor and then she briefly explains. Yeah, what I felt like her character probably would have been ultimately better served if we had gotten a little bit more time to like catch up with her. Yeah. Instead of just sort of rushing into that. Yep. But it does feel like the studio probably was like, 
you know, suck out whatever 20, 30 minutes you have to to get this under two hours. Yeah, exactly. And probably because they're getting a lot of complaints recently, too, about how long their movies are. Yeah. Like, I've seen that complaint way more. Is like the, That's almost the number one complaint with a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Eternals, Doctor Strange, all these ones. Everyone's like, all right, these are getting fucking long. Yeah. When in reality, there's a bunch of other problems, but everyone will just like yeah. be like, I was bored. That's you long. know, I guess no one was mad that Spider-Man was as long as it was, yeah. but that's like a special case, Yeah. I guess. You know, most movies don't have the power that Spider-Man has to suck in all yeah. three Spider-Man. Man. Exactly. Um, don't give them an idea, BB. They might do it. They might. They might, put, <laughs> they just, they might just every movie, movie now. <laughs> oh my God! The Spider-Men are back here in Thor. Every movie, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire show up <laughs> to the point where people are just gonna be like, "All right, well, here we go. <laughs> here we go again. They're here for the fiftieth time in a row." Yep. Oh man, they should do it. Yeah. Taika Waititi should have done it. I feel like he would have done it. I I feel like also they maybe, maybe a little bit, I guess we don't know. Because, like, these movies are all probably shot, like, back-to-back in sequence. Yeah, honestly. So, like, whatever complaints are registered, you're probably, like, three movies down the line. That's very true. But this movie wasn't nearly as, like, cameo-heavy or, like, lore-heavy. Yeah. You know, you don't have the, like, John Krasinski showing up moment. There were very few moments that felt like clappable moments in this movie. Yeah, which you gotta give it props for. Yeah, which is nice to see. Like, it's just nice to have a Marvel movie where they're not, like, carting out a person that you know yeah. and being like, okay, now you clap because you've seen them before. Yeah. Um, um, so, I, yeah. I read David Ehrlich's review for this, and he, like, put that like era of marvel in like a really good way where like people are clapping for like the um the rights the lawyers were able to obtain or right something, yeah exactly hilarious. like clapping for the lawyers mm-hmm. like that's what you're doing yeah <laughs> it's funny um but yeah i i agree that this i gotta give a pro it just felt nice to watch a self-contained story where i didn't have to like i didn't feel like i was missing anything mm-hmm. uh, that everything was there yeah. I didn't have to be like, oh, was that in a show I didn't see? You're like, oh, my God, did I miss something here? Yeah. I, I could just sit there and not use my brain as much as I had to in other ones. Yeah, it was it was nice and self-contained. And, like, as a standalone, you can just kind of watch this. Um, and it honestly I was, does a pretty good job at, like, catching up on yeah. Thor stuff as well. Honestly. Right. So. I was going to say, like, you could maybe watch this like as a sequel to Ragnarok, but like you really can't, you still have to watch infinity war and Endgame. Yeah, honestly. Um, but you don't have to watch any of the stuff in between Endgame and this one. So I guess that's a win, which is definitely a win. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. There's not much good stuff in there to watch. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is a fun movie. Um, I'm already, honestly, I'm already starting to forget a lot of it. Yeah. They, you know, it's, it goes by very quick because they like, they decide to go see the gods in their god city. Yeah, yeah. That's a quick thing. You get to see Chris Hemsworth's ass, which is nice. Oh, yeah. He gets naked, and that's um, funny. And uh, then, then they're basically off, like, at that point. Like, they just go and uh, fight gore. Like, there's, yeah. there's a little subplot about Thor's weapons, like, being sentient at this point. Yeah. 
Which was funny enough. I felt like if they were gonna cut out so much content for the movie, <laughs> maybe that they, it felt joke like they spent too long. <laughs> they spent a little too much time, I think, yeah. on the joke that like his axe is jealous because the hammer's back. Like, there's like barely any payoff to it. Like, yeah, that, yeah. I think they make that joke in like every scene, almost. Yeah, and they're the first time they do it. It's funny where yeah. the axe like slowly floats yeah. into frame. Yeah. But at a certain point, especially because there's no payoff, like. The axe just, I guess, isn't jealous anymore by the end yeah, of the movie. Yeah, exactly. We can't tell. He's a, it's a fucking axe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not it. like it can emote or anything. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just like one of those things. I will say this movie does. I was upset about, um, about part of the reason I was upset about Infinity War and Endgame was because um, they undo so much of Thor's character development. For example... One of my favorite lines in Ragnarok is when he's getting the beat down from Hela and he talks to Odin and he's like, I can't beat her. I don't have my hammer. And he's like, well, what are you? The God of hammers. <laughs> and then he summons a giant lightning bolt and you're like, yeah, he can, he doesn't need the weapon. Like he is the God of thunder and yeah. like he has the power within him. Mm-hmm. And that's like a good character thing. Like yeah. he learns that the power was in him all along. Mm-hmm. And then in the next movie, they're like, oh no, but like, he does need a weapon though, right? <laughs> right? Thor, like he right. can't fight the bad guy unless he has like a wet. So they, they give him the ax and yeah. I'm like, okay, so he does need a weapon, whatever. Yeah. And then in the next movie, they just give him back the hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though Captain America uses it, it's like, whatever, he brings the hammer back. And in this movie, they're like, no, the hammer's just back. We just put it back together. <laughs> it's yep. back. It's back. And he uses it now, too. By his, by the end of the movie, that's his weapon again. Yep. And the giant axe goes to this little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that's that's my personal problems <laughs> the with Thor. have whole character development here, for sure. It's it's like, you know, no one they're not paying attention to what happens in the last movie. Every movie, we more or less start fresh with, like, a new character arc that's yeah. completely, like, ignores the last one. Yeah, exactly. Um and I think they're just betting on people like me who just forget it. Because yeah. I do forget that. I'm just like, oh, okay, that happened. Yeah, sure. I've completely forgotten. Yeah, I mean, it's like a but... sitcom at this point. Yeah, like, you know, sure. the characters can't grow or change too much because yeah. you have to keep putting them in stuff. Exactly. You don't want to hit a dead end with them. Exactly. Um, What else? What um, else? They, the, yeah, I, I will say like, I, I guess we can just go into the wider discussion of Marvel yeah, at this point it. because they like what else is there to say? They fight Gore, they they beat him at the magic wish with man. Children, yeah, which is the children is part of the larger Marvel conversation I want to have, which is like Marvel seems to be going all in on like child insert characters now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know necessarily if it's child self insert, but it feels like that to me in that like. Marvel movies have always, like, kind of been for kids. They were initially for teenage boys. Yeah. Like, that's who the movies were for in phase one. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of girls got into it anyway. Um, But, like, you know, Avengers 1, everything pre that, absolutely, like, teenage boy stuff. And now, like, obviously, they want to diversify who's into their product. Like, that's good for their business. Um, But it feels really like they might just be settling on like, well, kids never complain about anything, (laughs) right? Like when you're a kid, anything with action in it is like the coolest thing you've ever seen. Exactly. And so it feels almost like now Marvel's like, well, we have to put in like young people into it so that we can guarantee like the kids will just love it. Yeah, exactly. Because we have, you know... 
I guess Wanda's children, but they sucked. I can't imagine any child seeing Wanda's children. I don't like, know. And Doctor, I didn't see him in WandaVision, but in Doctor Strange, they really liked the Detroit. Tigers, in WandaVision, so they, they had superpowers. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they were two superpower children. But in Doctor Strange, they were just like normal just ass normal kids. guys who thought the 2003 Detroit Tigers were good. Well, yeah, obviously. that was he was debating. He was like, the 2003 Tigers are the best. I'm like. No, they were not. This that's, universe must be amazing. That's so funny because I don't even remember that line. It was such a throwaway line. Yeah. Like it was in the background and I heard it because I'm such a, <laughs> I'm like obviously a sports fan. So I'm well, like yeah. hearing them debate. Especially a Detroit team. Yeah. Right? So I hear like 2003 Tigers were the best. And I'm like, no, they sucked then. This the universe multiverse really of good. madness. Whoa. <laughs> they're, they're in a universe where they're debating if the Tigers yeah. are the best. Yeah. If you had heard more of that conversation, they would have been like, yeah. And their star baseball player, Michael Jordan, who's really good at baseball. <laughs> God, they should have played it out. Yeah. Multiverse of Madness. We need baby. a multiverse of uh, sports movie. Yeah, <laughs> like the sequel to Moneyball is just like a multiverse movie. That would actually be great. Where Billy Bean, like, I don't know, is either really bad or yeah. he wins. Or he wins. Yeah. It's one where he wins. He like kind of goes to the multiverse and he like yeah. looks at all the stats from every universe mm-hmm. or something. And uh, that's yeah. how he moneyballs it. He, he crafts the perfect multiversal <laughs> baseball team. Yeah, and that's how he finally wins. Yeah. Wow. Um, but anyway, yeah, you have the America Chavez character in Doctor Strange. Um, you have a ton of children in Love and Thunder. Yeah, like so many, so many kids, Ends and with a kid, and lot, and multiple kids fighting the God Destroyer. Like, wow. Yeah, it's one of those things where like, and all the kids get superpowers, and yeah. they're all kicking the shit out of the yep. spider monsters. It's like it really feels like Marvel is just going in hard, and I think maybe that's part to get the kids in maybe it's part because like some of the people who grew up with marvel movies are now having children yeah maybe um but i just think that's it's not necessarily bad but it is kind of strange and it does take me out a little bit especially when you have a scene where the children are just the straight up superheroes if they like yeah i don't know if they implemented it better maybe but yeah it is weird that they just shoehorn that and you're like okay that's weird this movie also real quick just sets up like Thor can just give his powers to other yeah, people. Yeah, true. That's like, also the other thing. It's, in mass? <laughs> yeah. Like, why didn't he do this before? Yeah. Like, at any point. Or, like, if if Jane was dying and because of Mjolnir, like, Yeah, why couldn't know, he just give Jane I give you powers. the power of Thor just, like. And he had to say limited time as well. Like, yeah. he could have so said So, you know, unlimited. he can make it permanent. Yeah. He could have been, like, I want you to live. You and, know, he could have, I mean, may, well, I guess in the earlier movies you have an excuse because his whole thing is that he's so headstrong and selfish and whatever. Yeah. But now, now he's not. Like, I he's, don't know. Yeah. And it, he clearly is in love with the mighty Thor. Even Keep just like who's a Marvel hero who doesn't have superpower? I don't know, like the new Captain America or like, yeah, keep, yeah. like you know, some extra protection. True. You know, fucking war machines paralyzed from the waist down now. Nah. He doesn't eat up. <laughs> I'm, I'm so curious if they're ever going to bring that up again or if that was just a throwaway to give the children powers in this movie. Yeah, I don't know. They're probably not. It's yeah. definitely just a throwaway. Oh, yeah. It's a throwaway. It's just so like it's just so weird because like he could do that the whole time. <laughs> yep, he can. Yeah, I mean, there's so many OP heroes in this universe mm-hmm. now. Um, but yeah, overall, like, if we want to talk about just this phase, which is phase four, correct? Yes, phase four. We're halfway through apparently. Like I went, but I was thinking about like phase four versus like phase one because if we were 
to compare, those would kind of be what you would compare, right? Yeah, because they're both the start of their respective arc. Like if they want, I'm guessing they're going for like a trilogy of phases again, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And at the end of phase one are like the Easter eggs or the after credits, all that was like Nick Fury getting a team together, right? Yeah. And it was way more structured than whatever shit they're giving us now, which is here's actor, you know, slash if you're a Marvel fan character, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's so weird and not it's there's no clear direction of what what the hell they're going to do mm-hmm. with any of these thing people they've introduced multiple possible villains introduced many heroes it's so confusing and it's just yeah. like here's more here's a thousand of the actors and characters you know right it's one of those things where like a lot of people a lot of marvel fans i think have gotten like jaded now like the really hardcore ones mm-hmm. because they expect there to be this like grand plan which it seems like there isn't maybe there is but they're doing yeah. a bad job of it yeah um because i remember hawkeye the show uh everyone was pissed about the end credit scene <laughs> which was spoilers just a musical number it was there's a joke in the show where they go to see a musical on broadway that's about the first avengers movie Mm -hmm. and so the after credit scene they just show that whole musical number because they probably recorded it and they're like people want to see the whole thing and it's it's funny and i was like oh that's fun yeah and then you go on twitter and everyone's so fucking pissed because they wanted you know fucking johnny tsunami to surf in <laughs> on a wave and be like dr doom's coming everybody <laughs> I, I guess i should have said silver surfer but yeah uh, johnny <laughs> nah, tsunami for mcu um <laughs> dr doom's totally coming and he's i don't know got the fucking doom the doom things. boot and he's gonna kick all of our asses <laughs> kick our asses with the, he's collecting all the doom <laughs> he's collecting all them doom toes <laughs> the doom toes and he's gonna put them in there yeah he's gonna stomp it on he's us. gonna kick our butts into a million pieces <laughs> but like we haven't been getting that like everyone was super mad about the doctor strange after credits scene which i thought was hilarious because <laughs> it's just bruce campbell like mugging at the camera oh, wait i didn't watch the after credit oh scene no because i just turned it off immediately okay <laughs> the was... after credit so you remember in doctor strange when he curses bruce campbell to like punch himself in the face over oh no wait again? i did watch this okay actually. yeah 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 it, <laughs> that was he, funny he finishes and then the, does a snap zoom on him he goes it's over and i was like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i thought it was funny. i thought that was funny yeah. again that doesn't set anything up but it was funny yeah and so now like you think okay well in loki they set up that like kang is this guy who's like the multiverse is unlocked and a billion of me are gonna come out and get everyone yeah and then, like, you think that's going to be a thing. And then in Doctor Strange, they just sort of close the book on the multiverse. Yeah. And they're like, all right, well, that's done with. So it's like, <laughs> okay, so I guess the multiverse isn't the big thing. Yeah. And now in this one, all the gods are mad and Roy Kent is here now. Yeah, Roy Kent. And it's He's like, pissed. okay, are the gods going to be the whole the yeah. whole thing? Like, And what? Something happened at the end of Eternals that, like, kind of felt like it might have been big. Yeah, the big space rock monsters who are in this movie, too. Like, they're in that god city, and they don't seem that scary. They're chilling with everyone else. (laughs) So it's just really, like, you know, I'm not the kind of person who, like, desperately needs to know what the plan is. But at the same time, I, I can't imagine you can get excited at all with what we have now because it's like well, what are we doing? There's like eight Marvel products a year now, like 
three shows, four movies, whatever. What is it leading like, to? Like where where are we that? going? Like why do why should we still care? It just feels like they're just oversaturating their their market at this yeah. point with so much shit. And like as much as like you know, I'm not I wasn't the big like phase one through three Marvel fan. Yeah. I can admit they at least like I'm someone who like I feel like I like Endgame more than you and Charlie like because I thought it just finished it all like I the whole arc to me was it's annoying that it took like 14 movies or whatever the hell to get it's there. like 22 but yeah yeah I don't know but uh yeah it, but I still think it was super well thought out and well planned yeah in general and I mean, obviously, we're still early into this phase, so mm-hmm. anything can happen at this point. But so far, like, it doesn't feel like they have that at all. Yeah, I mean, I have my, like, hang-ups about Endgame, but, like, 100%, it's a massive achievement in filmmaking. Yeah. Like, bringing years and years and years of movies together into something that's, like, actually coherent mm-hmm. and has, like, a satisfying ending. Yeah. Like, that's impressive. Nice. Yeah. And so to have this... I mean, we're only halfway through this first phase. Maybe, like, the next movie. Like, whatever the next one is, maybe that's, like, where they start putting the pieces together. But yeah. right now, I mean, I, I'll never care as much as I used to. But yeah, right I now, agree. it's like, I, they're not even trying. Mainly because all these, like, if they're going to do a similar thing, I mean, they have to yeah. connect these things together somehow and make them team up, right? Yeah. If they do, like, I think the main reason why is because these... Like I'm not gonna give a shit about the Eternals no. if they do anything with them. I'm not. I at this point, all the characters left. I don't. I never liked Doctor Strange. I feel like I'm. I'm gonna make a called shot right now. You remember the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton? Yes. And they. We all said no. I'm good. And then they just recast Hulk, and we never talked about it again. Yeah. That's that's gonna be the Eternals with this one. I'm calling it now. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's a great prediction. Yeah. No, I'm good. Yeah. You're all Ed like, Norton. No, nah, we don't need them. Nah. <laughs> They're like, you're right. Yeah, we'll fix Marvel's that. Marvel's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> In the trash. <laughs> Honestly, they I, they probably will do that. Yeah. They probably should. But yeah, all the characters left, I don't give a shit. About. I, I care about Thor, but it feels like he should just be over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what I would do. Like one of these, Black Widow, I guess, has Florence Pugh come out of it. Yeah, she was in the, Hawkeye. And yeah, she, oh, okay. She, she hung out in Hawkeye for a little bit. Sick. Yeah, I love, I love when people hang out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, nice. So, um, Marvel. MCU in the trash, Batman Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Let's go, baby! Hell Robert yeah. Pattinson, fifty-seven movies, it's fifteen years. Next, next year, they're gonna surprise release the next one. And I just, be. I'm so amped for the Comic Con Hall H panel <laughs> where they announce the next seventeen <laughs> the Batman movies. I love those slideshow PowerPoint slideshows where it's just a picture of like all the fucking things. They're like gonna there. bring out John Leguizamo, oh and he's gonna God. be like, "I'm playing, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm playing Solomon Grundy." Everybody, oh, everyone. Your fate and everyone's that's gonna lose casting. their they're gonna lose their fucking minds. Yeah, that's good casting. Half right the people that's in that room casting. will have never heard of Solomon <laughs> Grundy. They're gonna go ape shit. They're gonna tear down yeah, San Diego's casting. convention center. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> John Leggy, let's go. <laughs> I knew it. I knew he would play him. But until then, all gods be with you except the Christian God. Stay big, you beautiful people. <laughs>